This is Wealth with Wisdom with Steve Vascard and Vanessa Sexton from Wealth and Retirement Strategies. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Steve and Vanessa provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth with Wisdom with Steve Vascard and Vanessa Sexton. Hello and welcome back to Wealth with Wisdom. My name is Vanessa Sexton, along with Steve Vascard with Wealth and Retirement Strategies. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 865-691-1211 or visit us online at wealthwithwisdom.com. And while at the website, click on our radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. But please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up that face-to-face or virtual meeting. So when it comes to retirement planning, the folks that we work with are often consumed with big picture items like their ideal community to live, whether they're staying in their current home or to downsize in the future, how much travel they'll be able to do. And those are all really great and very important things to think about. But a successful retirement often boils down to some of the more nitty gritty details. And perhaps nothing is more nitty gritty than having a strong tax strategy to see you through retirement. Accordingly, we're going to spend today's show looking at some of retirement's most critical tax issues. But before we take a plunge into the wonderful world of retirement taxes, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who is far more pleasant than a visit from an IRS agent. <laughs> well, I hope so. Uh, yeah, I have to admit that that's the kind of compliment I never expected uh, to get. But, right? uh, but I <laughs> at least you're there, Tony. That. Yeah. Yes. Well, I appreciate it, Vanessa. I appreciate that. But Stephen, Vanessa, it's great to talk to you. We took a little break there over the holidays and now uh, we're rolling. And I know this is a busy time of year for you, uh, getting the year kicked off here. Uh, and I'm excited about the show today. I think this is going to be a great topic. I mean, when people uh, get closer and closer to that retirement day, it's like getting close to your birthday when you're a kid, you know, you get excited, but yet you're worried about the presents and the cake and the party. Is it all going to work out? Uh, you're not worried about the logistics behind everything. Uh, you just uh, are thinking about that cake. Uh, but as you implied, <laughs> it, it's often the smaller, but no less critical details uh, that matter the most. Right, Steve? There's no question about that, Tony. We're going to be talking about an article from Kiplinger how 10 types of retirement income get taxed offers some keen insights I think many of our listeners will find valuable. Let's first look at a traditional IRA and 401ks, which are tax-deferred retirement accounts that many Americans rely on during their retirement. Money that flows into these accounts typically slashes your current taxable income, which thereby trims your tax tab in that particular year. Contributions, dividends, and investment gains in these accounts grow on a tax-deferred basis. But these deferments do not last forever. Mm -mm. Once you're officially retired and begin taking withdrawals, you need to pay taxes on any gains and your pre-tax or deductible contributions. 
And it's important to also bear in mind that these accounts have that nasty word called required minimum distributions, which is a point in time when you have to begin taking money out of your qualified IRAs and 401k plans. Well, yeah, and you make some great points there, and obviously that's important. You need to look at the taxes, and I know you guys help your clients out with that and work alongside CPAs. Uh, but w- talking about RMDs, I always thought RMD stood for really massive donut, and that's uh, that's how I still that's how I still like to view it. But but when do those RMDs kick in? Well, they start at age seventy-two. They changed it about three years ago. So at 72, you have to take out a RMD from your traditional 401k or IRA or any qualified account. If you work past your 72nd birthday and you have a 401k plan where you work, you do not have to take out a required minimum distribution from your employer's 401k plan while you're working there. But withdrawals that do come out are tax at your standard income rate. Okay. So I think if our listeners take nothing else away from this episode, you really need to take away that working closely with somebody like yourselves, financial services professionals, is perhaps the best way to navigate all of retirement's many financial strategy issues, including taxes, right, Vanessa? I would have to completely agree, Tony. I, I say that at every workshop, so we, we teach taxes in retirement, and I say that it's kind of easy getting to retirement, but you really can't get through retirement without using a uh, financial services professional. So, um, And we also understand that getting ready for retirement can be overwhelming, especially as you enter the last year or two years before it becomes official. Uh, but there's no reason to try and, and figure it all out yourself, just like we're talking about. So working with a, a financial services professional can help you get on track and stay there. Next, Tony, we are going to discuss Roth IRAs. First things first, they come with one significant long-term tax perk. While contributions to a Roth IRA aren't tax deductible, your future withdrawals may be tax-free. I like the sound of tax-free. Tax-free is good. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. And I, I'm sensing a but, though. But, of course, Tony. But <laughs> To enjoy those tax-free withdrawals, you must have held your Roth IRA account for a minimum of five years. And while you can take out the amount you contributed at any time tax-free, in most cases, you must be at least 59 and a half to take withdrawals without a 10% early withdrawal penalty. Okay. And that's good. That's good to know. You don't want that penalty and in exploring that potential of, you know, diversifying between a traditional and a Roth IRA. That's probably another good reason to work with a financial services professional and for our listeners out there to meet with you both. Right. Right. And talking about that, Social Security is yet another area where taxes are lurking after you retire. Mm-hmm. As some of you may recall, Until 1983, Social Security benefits were tax-free for every person, regardless of income. And while Social Security benefits still aren't taxed for a sizable chunk of the populations, others are hit fairly hard. If you have provisional income, like 
Last night, we did a taxes and retirement seminar. We had 11 couples there, and only one knew what provisional income was. So regarding provisional income, you may have to pony up federal income tax on as much as 85% of your Social Security income. To figure out your provisional income, begin with your adjusted gross income and then add 50% of your Social Security benefits and all of your tax-exempt interest. If your income is less than $25,000 for an individual or $32,000 for joint filers, you may have to pay taxes on part of your Social Security. However, if your income falls between $25,000 and $34,000 for individual and $32,000 and $44,000 for joint, then as much as 50% of your benefits are subject to taxation. And finally, to wrap it up, if your income is north of $34,000 for individuals and higher than $44,000 for joint, then as much as a whopping 85% of your Social Security benefits will be considered taxable. Wow. Uh, So uh, taxes really do play a big role in retirement planning and retirement income planning then. Uh, what's the tax situation for pensions, Vanessa? I know they're far less common these days, but I think some people out there and government workers still have them. Right. You're, you're exactly right. We we work with a lot of engineers here in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and, and most of them do have pensions, and they, they make a retirement plan really nice. But the majority of pensions are funded using pre-tax dollars, which means the full value of your pension income would be taxable once you start receiving that money. So payments from both private and government pensions are generally taxable at your ordinary income rate. And during today's shows, we've been examining the ways that taxes are still part of your financial life after you've retired. If you ask me, they become more so. Some of our clients are surprised to find out just how much of their retirement income is taxable. The key is to be fully aware of all those potential taxes and then to prepare for retirement accordingly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's huge, obviously. And uh, we definitely want to be prepared. And I know that's something you guys help your clients out with. And, you know, we're looking at some of these ways that taxes are really uh, a part of your financial life even after you've retired. And Uh, You know, uh, nothing keeps your wallet safer than a good financial strategy. So, Steve, what do you have for us next? Well, going back to Kiplinger, there was another article called 12 Questions Retirees Often Get Wrong About Taxes in Retirement. I can't even begin to count the number of times a client has asked me if their tax rate is going to be higher or lower in retirement, and my answer is always the same. It just depends. (laughs) And there are three key reasons I tell them this. The first reason is a significant number of retirees have fewer tax deductions than when they were working. For example, a lot of retirees have paid off their home, which means no more mortgage interest deduction, and there are also no longer kids at home to claim as dependents. The second reason is that a lot of retirees prioritize having fun during their post-work lives, and rightly so. We just had a couple leave a minute ago from our seminar last week, and he's going to go play golf. But, you know, golf and fun cost money. The money used for travel and hobbies during retirement may not be much less than what you are making while you're still working. Mm -hmm. 
And finally, the third reason is that future tax rates are unpredictable. Amen. Almost everybody thinks taxes are going to be going up. The current top tax rate is 37%, but in the 1940s, it was 94%. Oh, my goodness. And it's still in the 70% range in the 70s. My point is, given our current political climate, which is kind of crazy, Nobody can say with any certainty what tax rates will be a decade from now. Yeah, and you're right. Nobody nobody can say what they're going to be, but I think we all know they'll probably go up. <laughs> because, Definitely. Uh, they're, they're at a low right now. And, and those reasons you gave certainly make sense to me, Steve. I think the unpredictability of future tax rates is yet another good reason to work with a financial professional. And, and have a strategy that's going to help you, you know, quickly make changes as needed. Yeah, I agree. And another question I hear an awful lot is whether folks can still kick money into their IRA after they retire. In fact, somebody asked that last night. They did. And the answer is yes. The SECURE Act of 219 allows all retirees to make contributions to a traditional or Roth IRA if and if they have earned income. Previously, you couldn't contribute to a traditional IRA past the age of 70 and a half. In 2021, 6,000 is the maximum anyone younger than 50 can contribute to an IRA, and those older than 50 can do another $1,000 or is called up a catch-up contribution. As for many Roth IRAs, again, your contributions aren't tax deductible. So you pay tax today because the money flows into a Roth IRA after taxes have already been paid on it. You can withdraw contributions without taxes or penalty anytime. Earnings can be withdrawn without taxes and penalty once you've owned the account for five years or are 59 and a half. So, Steve, what about rolling over a 401k to an IRA? Well, that's a good question, Tony. If done properly, rolling over from a 401k to a traditional IRA is tax-free. There are two ways to go about it. First, you can withdraw the money from your 401k account and then simply deposit it into the IRA yourself. I don't recommend doing it that way. And once you have put your 401k funds, you have 60 days to complete the rollover. If you miss that deadline, you may be on the hook for both taxes and penalties. The way you should do it is to transfer your 401k money into a traditional IRA without getting hit with taxes by doing a direct rollover. With this method, you simply request your 401k administrator to directly take money from your account and transfer it into your traditional IRA. The administrator may also send you a check payable may payable to the IRA custodian. So in other words, if you're going to roll it, make sure that you never touch the money in a check, but it's done by a transfer. Right. Yeah, there you go. And I think there are a lot of rules and you don't want to get stuck with penalties. So work with a professional like yourself. Now, um, the SECURE Act, which you've mentioned, also made adjustments to those required minimum distributions, right, Vanessa? That's exactly right, Tony. Prior to two, 2020, RMDs began at age 70 and a half. 
But the SECURE Act bumped it up to 72. As far as how much money you're required to take out, it begins at 3.65% and goes up each year. So that's that's the RMDs. It's 3.65, and it goes up each year. Once you turn 80, the percent is 5.35%. And at age 90, it's up to 8.77%. You should note that these percentages are based on your balance at the end of the previous year. So be aware that the beginning in 2022, RMD, so right now, RMD calculations have been adjusted so that distributions are spread out over a longer time period. Yeah, and I think that's that's really important to understand as well. Uh, now, what happens to RMDs if somebody has a combination of IRAs and 401ks, has more than one? Well, we see that all the time. Yes. If you have multiple IRAs, RMDs are formulated separately for each of them but you can withdraw from any of them. Conversely, if you have more than one 401k, the RMD has to be determined for each of them and then withdrawn separately from each account. Technically, when you retire, you should not, and you're not working, you should not have a 401k. It should have been rolled to an IRA. Because of this, 401k administrators will sometimes determine your RMD and send it to you automatically if you haven't already withdrawn the cash by a certain date. However, IRA administrators are less likely to automatically distribute money from your account. So if it's not distributed when it should, you're paying a 50% penalty on not taking out an RMD. Right, and you should never um, wait on someone else to do that. You need to make sure you're on top of that yourself. Yeah, yeah, you you get you gotta be. You gotta stay on top of it. So. Um, I think this is a question a lot of folks are confronted with, at least at some point. If your spouse passes away and you receive, say, a significant life insurance payout, do you have to pay taxes on that money? No, Tony, you do not. While dealing with the passing of a spouse, you do not also need to worry about paying taxes on a life insurance payout, regardless of how large it is. Wow, okay. No, no, uh, that that's w- going to lead into our next show, by the way. So I would listen next week. Yeah, well, for sure. And I know, uh, you know, you have to start dealing with tough questions. Uh, what if you pass away? What if your spouse passes away? And I know we're going to talk more about that on future shows and how to plan financially. But, you know, I, I think this is really good. Now, um, we're almost out of time for the show today. It's yes. been a really good one. Uh, do either of you have anything else you want to add before we have to go today? I'm pretty sure we could talk all day long on taxes and retirement because, (laughs) yeah, because if we all think taxes are going up and we're retiring, then that needs to be first and foremost. So, but no, we will follow up with that next week. All right. That sounds good. Now, before we go, let our listeners know how they can set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. That's right. We want you to do that and we can discuss those taxes. So just there's several ways. One is give us a call at 865-691-1211. Shoot me a brief email, Vanessa at wealthwithwisdom.com, or you can go on to our website at Wealth with Wisdom and contact us that way. Um, but please don't hesitate. Just reach out to us with any questions. We can set up a face-to-face meeting or a virtual meeting, whatever works for you. All right. That sounds great. And you know what? The show today was very helpful. I think a lot of people 
think that uh, they aren't going to have taxes or lower, there'll at least be a much lower taxes in retirement, but that's just not the case for a it's lot not. of people. It's and not. so uh, it's been a great show. Thanks, guys. And uh, listeners, join us next week, same time, same place. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for listening to Wealth with Wisdom. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Steve Vasgard and Vanessa Sexton at Wealth and Retirement Strategies. Call 865-357-4024 or visit them online at wealthwithwisdom.com. Steve Vasgard, Vanessa Sexton, and Wealth and Retirement Strategies are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.